understand. Well, I understand all those words. Well, then good. Then you understand I have a problem here, you oddity. I'm an oddity. You're the one with your head stuck in the fence. <laughs> my head is stuck because of you. Look, 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 look just calm down. Yeah, I calm down when my head is removed from this fence. <laughs> uh, are you sure your head is stuck? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode, another season of Keenan and Kel with Adam and Aaron. We got a good one for you today. My name is Aaron. My name is Adam. Today we are reviewing the first episode of season three. One of our favorites, one of the ones I always go back to. It's called Fenced In. Oh yeah, this is a this is the good stuff. And w- what a way to start off a season, right? Oh man, it it hits on every level. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, thus far, the season that we've gone through and the seasons that I know it's ahead, we're, like, at peak Keenan and Kel right here. This is the, the apex, the summit. Like, it, it it's uh, the best there is. It's They're both in the perfect age to be doing these roles because, you know, once it gets to a certain point, they're too old for go- all the goofiness and all the just, like, shenanigans. But they're still clearly kids. But they're trying to, as you'll see in this episode, they're trying to enter into manhood a little bit. <laughs> they're trying to, you know, win the favor of some beautiful ladies and and just, you know, do their thing as young men. But they're still kids. They're still just boys. <laughs> yeah, still just boys. And this is the, I think, the iconic age for Keenan and Kel for me, at least. <laughs> like, they're the, they're the right size and dimension and age and, like, hairstyles. <laughs> yeah yeah the the um outfits and the, just like their mannerisms that they finally found themselves in the end of season one and season two um and they got a lot of they aired the cobwebs out of the closet and they just came out swinging for this first episode yeah they're on top of the world <laughs> As i think so yeah I, I agreed now let's uh join coolio for another season here another season of our favorite show <laughs> well we begin with uh, you know, as we always do, introductions. They are welcoming themselves and each, everybody listening, mm-hmm. introducing, and uh, and it's pretty exciting. The energy's high from the beginning. Did you notice that uh, Keenan's wearing my windbreaker? Oh my gosh, that is your windbreaker. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a, a classic '90s windbreaker, like a blue with the white stripes. I, I have one of those that I wear <laughs> when when I guess I'm like going to like the movie theater in the summer. And I'm like, okay, it's gonna be cold in there, but it's not cold outside. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's your it's your light jacket. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs one of them. And yeah, Cal's got a jacket on too. And uh, I'll have you know, they are not at Orlando Studios, Florida anymore. What? Uh, this is the year that Kino, uh, that Nickelodeon moved. Wow. So yeah, it's, we're not like right off the uh, theme park. They they and they recreated a lot of sets. You might not even notice. You know, I noticed a little bit. Uh, with Rigby's, yes. but I did not. I did not know that they actually moved uh, studios. Yeah. Wow. I, I I don't know how I feel about this. Well, it's I I, I like I first remembered it when I heard like the audience cheering. Like you can mm-hmm. almost hear them like in a different like a setting. Like, it is a little different. Maybe it's a little bigger. Maybe it's a little like more open. Um, I did notice at one point during the episode there were um, Kel had a noticeable echo. Mm. Oh, yeah. they must still be working on the uh, the acoustics. Yeah, they're still working on the acoustics for sure. But yeah, so he just had to keep like talking. But yeah, there was a little bit of an echo. So okay, it does make sense. Yeah. But 
So where are they now? Again, one more time. Uh, they used to be in Universal Studios, Orlando, Florida. And now I think they're like where the Nickelodeon office is, probably in like California. Okay. Okay. Maybe following their uh their Good Burger, their Good Burger <laughs> skit, they just stayed out in California. Yeah, their escapades have brought them there. It's uh, possible. So, so I think timeline-wise, Good Burger, the whole movie was filmed before, like, season two started. Okay. I got a lot of Good Burger vibes from this episode. <laughs> like, moments. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. They're so. very aware, and, and Keenan and Keller are aware of themselves, and they're aware of the audience. As we see, right, right after the introductions, they, they greet the audience at home. They look right into the camera. They break the, what is it, the fourth wall? The fourth wall, yeah. <laughs> and, and they look at us, and they call out some people by name. Uh, there's Jimmy and little Jessica <laughs> that are they're watching, and then there's a man who is not wearing a shirt. Was that just you? in there? No. <laughs> Every time I see that moment, I'm like, man, one of these years that's gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're looking through time, like 22 years into the future. Man, put your shirt on. Yep. Yeah. They uh. <laughs> Worth mentioning, this episode uh, first aired in October of uh, 1998, so like the following year, and it goes like until April. It's a very, very long season. Yeah, they almost tried to do the whole like like the classic sitcom season, you know, like the really long um, through the winter. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. cover all the holidays, you know. They were doing like kind of regular order sizes of like 13 episodes. That's pretty typical for a sitcom. But, or I should say a TV show. Sitcoms are traditionally longer. 22 episodes this season. I'm thinking like The Office, you know, like a classic comedy show, right? Yeah. It has, it, and it spans the winter because it, yeah, you actually hit, you th hit Thanksgiving and you hit Christmas. And so you can do the fun episodes and you can do snow and you can do fall and you can do like the school year and summer, like you can do everything. Mm. So yeah, we've, we got Halloween special coming up uh, later. <laughs> there you go. There so, you uh, go. You're right on time for that. So, um, anyways, Kel wants to inform the audience about what the episode's about. So he pulls out the, uh, the TV <laughs> listings guide and, uh, and he says that Chucky and Tommy lose Angelica's hair scrunchie. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Keen's like, that's not on the show. And yes, it is. And he points to it. And he's like, man, that's the rug rats. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more like rug rats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good boy. And uh, yeah, they uh, they point to the part where Keenan Kell is, and Kell reads that uh, Keenan and Kell get into predicament. See more next page. Keenan swipes it from him before he can uh, reveal, uh, spoil the episode. Naturally, yeah. It's a. Uh, do you remember the TV guides when we had those? Oh, of course. Yeah, I remember having in a, every paper. Yeah, I remember having a stack of them in my room. Well, those were the days. <laughs> much simpler time now i there's so many tv shows and not enough information about them yeah yeah no you uh, or when you actually turn on the tv there's the guide right there it tells you what's on at what hour yeah you right. should just guess yep and so anyways keenan's like you don't have to read that um let's go find out what happens come on twitchy and <laughs> we're off name of the season yep. we're off to the races so and we go into the new rigby set I just got to say, it is good to be back in Rigby's. Oh, I, I missed Chris so much. I Yeah, we, we've been away from Chris for probably like like almost over a month, right? Yeah, like three, uh, yeah, four or five weeks. Four or five yeah, weeks Chris. I'm telling you, I've really missed, really missed Rigby's. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a good Chris episode, I'd say. Yeah, there's a little bit of Chris, not too much, mm -hmm. but it's good. Um, 
Keenan's reading something behind the counter. Keenan behind the counter, everybody take note, um, wearing a red shirt behind the red counter. And he says, hey, Chris, you know, the average person sleeps sleep seven hours a day. I sleep more than that. So I must be above average, right? <laughs> Which is a great joke, in my opinion. Oh, no, I, I agree. And that's a great way just to start things off. Cal's not even here. It's Keenan. And there's plenty of Keenan jokes. Trying to think of how he is superior, a superior <laughs> being. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds uh, about right. Let's talk about the new uh, new Rigby's a little bit. Uh, I noticed that the the doors are are, are different. We ha- we no longer have that pasta deal <laughs> that we see. So oh many no, times. the deal ended. I think the walls have a lot more. Uh, I think it's called pegboard on them. Yeah, they have pegboard. They uh, it looks almost more like warehousey, mm. um, like a hardware store. Yeah, with yeah. groceries. And they sell tools there now too. Yeah, tools. They have tools. They have all kinds of stuff, um, like hanging meat. Uh, and they have a lot more, they just have a lot more like shelves and stuff going all the way up and around the whole store. Yeah. Chris must be doing good. Oh, Keenan didn't work there for a week and now he's got, he's like, his profit margins are through the roof. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no expense, extra expenses on orange soda. No. Uh, so, uh, Cal shows up and like I said, the, the way that they're dressed right now is the way I imagine them. <laughs> It's like, yeah, Keenan's got his, like, open shirt flannel, and Kel's got, like, his hat. Kind of his bucket hat that matches his outfit. Oh, he's wearing a great outfit. He's wearing uh, um, an A tank top, right? Formerly called Wife Beaters. And uh, and he's wearing, like, a black mesh button-down, like, Oxford shirt. It's, all, it's not really mesh, but it's, like, see-through. It's it's really, it's almost like uh, like a beach shirt. Yeah, yeah, right. But anyways, and so it's like they're so 90s right now. It's great. Mm. Um, uh, Chris, another uh, – so we had a good intro to Keenan and a good intro to Cal happens here when Chris asks him to throw uh, – ask him to pass him the duster. And so he doesn't hear him. And so he picks up a can and throws it at Chris, hits him in the leg. <laughs> and he's like, what do you do that for? You said to throw a can of peas at you. <laughs> Which <laughs> – No, he did not. Yeah, he's like, that's not anything what I said. Why would I ask you to throw Kip canopies at me? I don't know. It, it sounded strange to me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say about the? Didn't, didn't Chris have like a strange comeback? Yeah, today he says you seem kind of strange and runs at the back. Yeah, yeah. It, it was good. Good opening scene. We got everybody, all of our favorite characters here, and basically, what happens next is that two pretty girls walk in. Yes, and they, and they are having a conversation about how guys are real terrible. A conversation that Keenan and, and Kel soon join. In. <laughs> uh, oh, we are never going out with them again. Keenan and Kel are basically walking behind them as they're walking to the cooler, and Keenan goes, never again! <laughs> they're, like, punctuating their sentences. Yeah. Um, well, we find out that uh, these two ladies are named Leanne and Amy, and they are having some relationship troubles. Yeah. Keenan says that to them, and they say, you can say that again. And Kel replies, what's the matter? Can't you hear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kel just starts. It's good. It's Which, good Kel so far. This is what yeah, we want from Kel. I, I, I like Kel in this situation because it's like Keenan's clearly trying to get them step on a date, but Kel is like their worst enemy. <laughs> He's, he's like just, he's like ultimate innocence. Yeah, he's saying the wrong things about <laughs> to them. He's just he's just acting like himself. He's wholly authentic. Uh, um, I should say uh, this episode is written by Kevin and Heath. No Dan. No Dan. No Dan. No yeah. Dan. Okay. 
So, See you, Dan. Yeah. Go go do something else. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, we find out that the problem they're having is that the guys show up late. And so after the third time of trying to go out with these same guys, they just left because they didn't show up on time. And basically, Keenan's like, what jerks? How could they do that? Yeah, and he says, you know, if, if we went on a date with you, we would be punctual. And then they go, aww. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be all punctual and stuff yeah and then i i keenan tries to play cool and when they it's like they like ask him out right they're like yeah so are you gonna ask us out because it was the tension was building clearly in the scene we're not really selling it that well but the tension was building yeah. um and uh and they're and, and keenan's like sure do you want to go out they agree and then Keenan goes, oh, well, that's beautiful. And he kind of like does one of those things with his arm and, uh, and he hits the stuff on top of the, the meat fridge and knocks everything over. Yeah, he clears it all off except for a, a plate with a donut on it. Then he offers them a donut. As, as you can tell, the physical comedy is, is you know, foaming at the top of this. They, they've they mastered that art form. And I mean, it wasn't just like Keenan knocking the stuff over, but it was him like knocking it over, tripping, falling, and then coming up with a plate uh, with a donut on it, a yeah. platter. So yeah, you're right about physical comedy. We're we're getting all of it. So we're talking about seeing a movie at the Solarplex and um, meeting at eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, and the movie that uh, that Cal wants to see is Revenge of the Bloodsucking Monkeys. <laughs> and Keenan is like, no, he's just kidding. And Cal goes, no, I'm not. Like bloodsucking monkeys. Like we need more bloodsucking monkeys. And they basically agree to go and see the timid bride. Yeah, no, yeah. Kel's reaction is very much like that's a chick movie. I want to see blood sunken monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Just already like ruining their uh, their date before it even starts. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's not the movie you want to see on a date uh, unless they're into that stuff. Well, I don't know I, if. <laughs> that might be a good that's probably a good test of if this relationship is going to be good in the long haul this, this is a good time to weasel, uh, weasel in my favorite tiktok of all time um okay. and, and, and basically it's this guy like on a couch with like a blanket over his head you know he's um he's like pretending to be his girlfriend and he's eating popcorn like looking at the tv like really intently and uh basically <laughs> the caption says when you're girlfriend won't watch um horror movies that are fake but watches crime shows that are like just so so real they're they're just horrifying and the guy's just eating popcorn and the voice in the background goes her legs were cut off her toes were cut off her tongue was cut off her ears were cut off it was just like, <laughs> like, like what happens on those crime shows yeah his girlfriend won't watch a horror movie <laughs> anyway they agree that's go- my favorite TikTok yeah that's pretty good they agree to go on the uh the date at eight and keenan insists that they'll be there by noon <laughs> just really you know uh proving that they, they're gonna be there early uh they leave and <laughs> keenan and Kel <laughs> hug each other and start jumping <laughs> <laughs> happy 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 <laughs> we're like we got a date with, date with pretty girls happy happy and uh, of course they the girls walk back in yeah they uh we, we didn't mention but they got a like a bag of chips in a slim gym and they're like we need to pay for our stuff <laughs> and king's just like that's okay keep it <laughs> <laughs> he does this weird look it's almost like creepy yeah like, it's yeah, like something but... like a grade school teacher would tell you like <laughs> like like i'll keep it for yourself but it was it was just like yeah creepy but they uh um, they go back to celebrating 
They go back to celebrating, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cracking open your orange soda. Yep, I got another Fanta here. No no comment. No food lion? <laughs> Not yet. You have my food lion. <laughs> I do. I have your food lion orange soda. Shout out to food lion. <laughs> yeah, the word Kel's orange soda comes from. End of the scene, we go to uh, Keenan's bedroom. We're back in Keenan's bedroom. It's a little different because if you remember in the last episode that we were in, Keenan's room, uh, he took everything down. So he clearly had to put everything back up, which and fit nicely with the set change, right? Yes, it was really good timing. <laughs> Not to mention, he he put everything up. The walls are now <laughs> like covered with like basketball cards. Although there's some empty space. There's more white space than before, honestly. Hmm. Uh, it is still like crazy purple though. Well, there, there it's just everywhere. Yeah, there's yeah. no rhyme or reason. So Keenan's uh, like is posing in front of his mirror and like you know talking to himself, wearing his uh, uh like you know practicing with his outfit. He's working on his lines. He's like, oh yes, I have been working out. <laughs> well, it's like, oh you, you know, one of you is have to, gonna have to date Kel, unfortunately, but yeah. that's okay because <laughs> you know. <it's laughs> Meanwhile, Kel sneaks in behind him. And like, does a, a weird sound to scare him. Yeah, uh, he scares him, and and Keenan's a, a little embarrassed, but he's he's not really embarrassed. He's like, oh man, we got to prepare. Like, and Kel's like, but the date's not until tomorrow night. <laughs> Keenan's like, yeah, nonsense. <laughs> As Keenan points out later, they have twenty two hours until the date. <laughs> yeah, they have to plan ahead to be on time. And yeah, uh, as we've been saying before, I-, I love it when the show gets meta. And this is probably like the most meta thing that happens inside the actual episode. Because <laughs> uh, Keenan, Keenan basically, he forms a plan or a plot to get them to the, <laughs> <laughs> to the solar plex on time. So they're, they're leaving super early. And he has these poster boards that like, <laughs> he's like mapped out their whole route and everything. He, uh, he pulls out a pointer. <laughs> um, and he has like this this map that's drawn in like magic marker. D- does um, he break the pointer off like his TV antenna? <laughs> <laughs> it looks that's what it looks like. Yeah, that's so, what it looks like. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. And and he's like setting Kel down and telling him like, no, we are not going to be late. Here's how we're going to do it. We're going to walk down Seventh Avenue because there's construction on Elk Street. Like he does the whole thing, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Um. And you can and, see uh, uh, like a park in the center and the solar plex, and it, it'll take them 17 minutes. I feel like Keenan actually did this. Oh, look, and there's like pictures of there's a little tiny drawing of girls. This <laughs> is <It says> girls <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, well, it's like <laughs> new names. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's great because they uh, like you, it was this predated Google Maps, it predated Google, like they, they MapQuest. You did a map quest. Yeah, you could print out anything and like put it on the wall. You like literally had to draw it yourself, and that's what he did. So I mean, they didn't need instructions, <laughs> need directions. <laughs> but this is great, and this is my favorite part. And it's like really funny. The whole there's jokes the whole time. Keenan goes, "Now there's only one thing that could mess that up, and it's you." And he he like pulls down the poster, and there's a picture of Kel with like his eyes open, and he looks surprised. Yeah, the whole poster is just Kel's face. <laughs> And it's huge. He had to he had to pay a lot of money to print that back in the day. <laughs> but, no, it's like Kel with his, his mouth's open, and then and then Kel makes that same exact face. He's also <laughs> he's also right. <laughs> like like it's like he watched the all the old episodes. He's like the only thing that can ruin this plan is you. Yeah. Well, he also got an inkling from the uh, blood sucking monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so even in this episode itself, he's like he's the one that's going to be the the problem here. So uh, he sends Cal off in his way to uh, 
<laughs> to like get ready for the date, even though it's going to be in like you know more, a day. Twenty two hours. Twenty two hours. Only twenty two hours left, and then there's a, a really good transition here, which we don't we haven't mentioned transitions for a while. But uh, Keenan says you only have twenty two hours left. He kicks him out basically, and then the clock on the wall, yeah, comes off the wall and like like changes the scene for us. It's pretty cool. The uh, I noticed a couple of scenes in this episode don't have transitions, but the the ones that are there are good. Yeah, I always like the cartoony tra- transitions. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Then uh, we cut to the next day. Yep, the next the next evening, and basically Keenan's walking down the stairs, and he's all dolled up. Oh yeah, he has he has his uh, he's got a black t shirt on, and he's got this like lime green yellow shirt that he was. I basically like hanging up yesterday and getting all nice. It's like a dress shirt and he you know wears it open. Button down. He's got black pants and uh, like <laughs> green, green, shoes that are the same green as his shirt. Yeah, it's a lot of lime green. Kind of a, kind of a slime green, if you will. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> and uh, as he's walking down the stairs, he's like looking to see where Kel is. And there's actually an orange duffel bag hanging behind him and so we got the green and the and the or the yeah the green and the orange at the same time um, like his parents are like oh you're looking nice what are you doing he's like i'm going on a date with kel <laughs> and his, his dad roger is just lying on the couch no glasses this scene i for the first time i noticed yeah he's and, relaxing yeah he's relaxing he's just like you're, you're taking kel out on a date <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a classic dad thing like laying back with his feet up eating cookies yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is this is probably the most relatable I've seen his parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, and then Keenan has this great joke. He goes, um, "Mom, can you take me to the hospital?" <laughs> because my, dad, Dad's joke was so funny, I broke my gallbladder. <laughs> or something yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah, it had like level. The joke had levels to it. Mm-hmm. Keenan's like clearly getting smarter. Yeah, and Cheryl has another one, one of my favorite Cheryl lines is, uh, don't make fun of your father just because he's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Roger's basically like, hey. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then he's like, what are you, what are you going to see? Keenan says, the timid bride. Isn't that a chick movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kel shows up late uh, to, to Keenan's being upset. It's only, it's it's five thirty. Uh, <laughs> why is Kel late? Uh, he went to the store to get his date a gift, which is very nice of him. Yeah, a yo-yo. The same gift that Ed gave. What's his name? Dexter. Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. So a real <laughs> crazy synergy happening there. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if this yo-yo lights up, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it has. It makes a cool whistling sound. But it's it's a good yo-yo, I assume. So, uh, like like uh, Keen's parents keep like kind of asking him. He's like, "What if your date's at eight o'clock? Why are you leaving at five thirty? Yeah, they're like, "What's the big idea?" And Cal and Keenan makes a mistake, which is <laughs> he goes, "Mind your business." <laughs> And, and he's, he like covers. He like grabs his mouth, trying to like catch it. He like covers his mouth. Yeah, and he's like, oh, oh, oh. I mean, uh, he, it's so obvious that he, he regrets what he just said. Yeah, they look at him. They're all mad, and he's like, he very quickly breaks down. Nope, I'm sorry. <laughs> Gotta go. Yeah, just their their looks are enough too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they uh, they they make their way. They make their way. Roger says one last, "Have fun watching the chick movie," and Cheryl hits him with the dish towel. 
Yeah. Cheryl's wearing a red apron in this scene with uh, over like black uh, and white stripes. It looks pretty good. She looks she looks like she's Hey, it's like good, 5:30. Good... <laughs> Time for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Making dinner. I need to get an apron. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I yeah. think when I see that. It's just because I, I need a Adam. We should get Rigby's aprons. Ooh, yeah, that's a really good idea. Actually, <laughs> oh, that would be great. Oh man, we should definitely. That's a great gift. I just spoiled it. I spoiled next Christmas. <laughs> oh yeah, our birthdays birthday. are in between. <laughs> if you get me one, okay. I'll get you one. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> well, that'd be an awesome <laughs> gift. That'd be so good. Uh, we should sell that, that <laughs> if we have. We should like make them on on custom ink or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, people, stay tuned for our Rigby's aprons. <laughs> yeah. If you are, have been a patron this long, you will uh, you will definitely be interested in this. We'll open up a Shopify. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, so uh, they have not made their way to the solar plex yet. Uh, they get uh, they have are walking and they are come through the park, right? They're kind of like the outside of a park. A little grassy yeah. Area. Yeah, there's a little grassy area in in the middle of these strange just stores. Um, I don't really know what what's up. Like store, a, it looks yeah, like they're... there's an old church building. Maybe it's like a church courtyard. Yeah, it could be. It's uh, but there's like kind of like a walking path, like brick brick building on the left, and on the right is a fence with like a grassy area behind next to it. So uh, as they're going, <laughs> Keenan's like, you know, like, hurry up, and and Kel's like, you know, it's two minutes away. And he goes to, uh, he has to stop and tie his shoe. Uh, we didn't talk about Kel's outfit. We should mention it. Oh, Kel's outfit's great. Uh, yeah. It's very snazzy. So Keenan's wearing the, the black uh, black pants, black shirt, black t-shirt, gold chain, and the yellow button down or lime button down. And Kel's wearing uh, black pants and like a blue and black striped shirt. Yeah. And his hat matches that, yeah. uh, that blue color. <laughs> yeah. His hat matches that blue. And he's wearing then like a blue button down. So they actually like they look like pretty good together, like yeah. Keenan and Kel. They look like they're actually going out on a date. It's kind of cool. Yes, they they do. Uh, so yeah, Kel stops to, to tie his shoe, and uh oh, the yo-yo falls out of his hand. <laughs> and where does it fall, Adam? On the other side of the fence. And he tries reaching through, and he, he can't he can't reach it. And uh, and you can like the whole episode was building up to this moment. Like you could tell, Keenan made such a big deal about being late. I, I think I like this episode so much because of how classic of a premise it is. Like this could be like a you know an Abbey Costello bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Yeah. And it they three really, Stooges. Three Stooges because it's just it's one set piece. This fence, and we're about to get a whole episode out of it. And this is the greatest part because it's like, okay, how much I, – I mean, I think that's kind of a sign of a really good like slapstick comic. comic. Even a good comic in general. You give them one piece of material and you, and you run with it, right? Yeah. For, for stand-up comedians, it's like a heckle, oh, yeah. right? You just take that heckle and you run with it. And for slapstick, it's like, oh, here's this item, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Go have fun. And that's basically what happens. You know, of, of course, it's scripted, but here's this fence. Uh, Kel can't get it and uh, – and he's really making an effort, and Keenan's like, "Oh, come on! Like, let me just give well, it a shot." Well, here's what happens: this is that uh, Keenan's like, "I forget the yo-yo. Uh, just buy her some popcorn or something." And Kel insists, "She'll want the yo-yo." Oh yeah, yeah. I can't believe I forgot that part. So I, <laughs> just a classic Kel line. That's yeah. one of my favorite lines. Kel's idea is to uh, get Keenan to like kind of push him closer to the yo-yo. Yeah, so Keenan tries, and Kel's like, "Yeah, I'll push you." Pushes him, pushes him, pushes him. Keenan starts screaming. Uh, he's, he's uh, his scream face... is the funniest thing. 
So as his face is being like pushed in between these bars, he's going, ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and you know what's going to happen. Um, after not after a couple more seconds of agony, Keenan's head is pushed right through the fence. We should probably describe the fence. It's like there are these stone pillars mm-hmm. um, that kind of like bookend this uh, metal portion, like like ten metal rods. Yeah, there's ten metal rods, like six foot high, and like a kind yeah. of a grid, so. maybe seven foot even. Mm. Yeah, um, and and yep, that's what the fence looks like. Anyway, if you really want to see it? You should watch the episode. Oh, highly recommend this episode. Yeah, this is one of the go tos. Yeah. So as uh, as Keenan is like, you know, he doesn't even think about the yo yo anymore. He's trying to get out of that fence, and he's like, "I'm stuck. I'm stuck in the fence." And yeah, my he, head is stuck. My head is stuck. <laughs> Kel's and like, Kel goes, what? <laughs> and Keenan is so mad that he uh, says the sentence several times, rearranging the words of it. He's like, my head is stuck. Stuck is my head. My stuck head is. Head stuck is my. <laughs> what we're doing, understand. Go, I understand all those words. Which is a like good that, Ed right? moment, isn't it? Yeah, good Ed moment, right? Exactly. What, is, what does this say? Uh, he says a really good line. I have a problem here, you oddity. Or something like that. <laughs> I'm an oddity. You're the one with your head stuck in the fence. <laughs> yeah. Keenan tries to, to fight him back. Of course, he can't do anything. Yeah, this yeah. is the perfect time for Kel to say whatever he's ever wanted to Keenan. Yeah, because he's like, are you sure you're stuck? And then Ke- Ke- you see Keenan just trying to like wrestle him and grab him. But he can't reach. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, and then they're like, okay, let's try to problem solve. Okay. Kel's like, I'll try to bend the bars. So he, uh, he just tries to bend it. Um, okay. Clearly this is not that hard for like the actor Keenan to actually get his head out of. So the bars are probably fairly loose, but Kel has to try to pry them open. And when he does, it's like really good slapstick because he yeah. could easily pull them, but he doesn't. One or two of them is like rubber or, or something like that. <laughs> but uh, the, some of them are totally metal. They're probably just PVC pipe with, with spray paint or <laughs> that's, something that's, like that. You're probably correct. It's as it <laughs> sounds. Uh, but, you know, he tries he, he first tries bending the bars. <laughs> and he he climbs onto, onto Keenan's back to bend the bar. <laughs> and Keenan says, my vertebrae. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, I'm telling you, we got to do this uh, Nick Anatomy um, <laughs> yeah, ver- shirt or, well, or whatever. Vertebrae, gallbladders. All right, season three, Fantas, you're seeing shirts. I think we should you're we should merch. definitely make we should definitely make some merch. <laughs> Not to make money, but just because people need this. <laughs> yeah, no, because we want there them. Need, there needs to be more Keenan and Kel paraphernalia out there. So, oh, I agree. We'll see, we'll see what we can do here. <laughs> Kel like kind of gives up after that. He's like, well. And then he and he goes around the fence. The, the camera kind of zooms <laughs> out, and you see that this this the stone pillar to like the south. Like there's nothing you could just walk right around it. And, and Keenan is is furious with Kel. You mean you could have just <laughs> walked around? Kel picks up the yo-yo, like you know, before Keenan says that, and he's basically just like w- about to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like trying to like pretend it's not nothing's happening and yeah keenan's outraged yeah. and he's like well yeah if the uh if the head through the fence thing didn't work i was just gonna walk around <laughs> yeah uh so so now they they try some more things uh kel um 
gets a, a metal pipe, like you said, right? Out of the trash can, and he just starts banging it against like, no <laughs> rhyme or reason. Doesn't try to pry it or use it as like a, a leverage or anything like that. He just starts going at it. Yeah, he, and Keenan's ears are ringing. Yeah, he's smacking the... Uh, he's not even smacking the pipes near Keenan. <laughs> he's yeah. just like, you know, banging against them. And yeah, uh, we've all had that feeling before. <laughs> that vibration feeling. And you can just see it on Keenan's face. Uh, worth mentioning, I think we had the commercial break in between here. And, uh, like, they're, uh, Keenan, they realize that, like, oh, we gotta solve this before our dates, like, so that we're not late to our dates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because uh, they're like, oh, my God, we're, go- like, the way this looks, we're gonna be late. Um, and, Adam, this is where I caught the echo, so if you wanted to ever watch it again, oh, it was right okay. near the commercial break, yeah. Um, it was just Kel, little echo. I mean, this is a weird set. And I know in season two, we had more money, so we saw more sets. I'm sure the same is going to happen in season three, right? Yeah, yeah. It might be the giant, like, brick uh, brick wall next to them. Yeah, Big something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, they, uh... <laughs> and I, I, I've, I definitely vibe with this. <laughs> I've been in this type of situation before. You're in a hurry. You need to get somewhere on time, and, like, the world's against you. Oh, well, that's because you're trying so hard. <laughs> Yeah, I, I that's guess exactly so. what it is. No, it's like yeah, the harder you try to be on time, the more tr- you try to control every situation. The the less on time you will be. Yeah, um, like that. That's when I, that's the only time I like lose my keys. Like <laughs> can't can't find them, and you know. Yep, yep, yep. Adam, I like how you're you're trying to be young. You said I can very much vibe with this. <laughs> I could tell that didn't feel natural. Yeah. For you. <laughs> I, I'm trying. You're I'm not around to uh, like you know high schoolers like you all day. Uh, that's me. I could I could talk in South Philly slang. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, basically, Cal's like, uh, "All right, I gotta go get help." And Keenan's like, "Yeah, go get help." Well, uh, well I, one and, more thing he wants to tries. He tries to pull Keenan free. Oh my gosh! I can't believe I keep missing these. <laughs> yeah, he tries to pull Keenan free, so he grabs his ankles and he's just like yanking him from behind. Uh, and Keenan's whole body is like elevated off the ground. <laughs> it's really funny. And uh, if you look in the background, there's like people like walking by, and they're like looking at them like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, nobody's like like notices that they might need some help. Yeah. No police officers walk by. He looks like an oddity. As, yeah, they just look like oddities. Um, yeah. And uh, as Cal is yanking at keenan's ankles uh his his pants rip off (laughs) yep his whole well his whole like pants are like torn off him and he doesn't seem to notice that nope uh not in the slightest you can see his boxers which have like little what is it like cherries on them uh something hot peppers cherries (laughs) yeah i I didn't look close enough and uh and keenan's all like I feel I feel like a draft, man. But just from my waist down, and Kel's acting like uh, nothing happened. He's like, uh, he, he feels. He's like, um, he's like, I don't feel a draft, but I'm wearing pants. And he, <laughs> and he like hides behind the post. <laughs> Keenan, are you? Uh, by what you just said, are you insinuating that I don't have pants on or something like that? Can I gather from that response that I'm not wearing pants? Yeah, which he should realize because his knees are now on the stone. <laughs> yeah, but. Anyways, but you know he he, uh, he shows them that they're they're torn, and he kind of he throws them in the trash can. <laughs> and he says, "Don't worry, I'll get help." He runs to where Adam Rigby's grocery store. <laughs> Cal yells. He enters and he yells, "Emergency!" 
<laughs> and, and Chris, he look, Chris looks like he's like judging like a cantaloupe. He's like guys like face right up against it. I feel like Chris is actually like a Zen master. Oh yeah, like he's he's just like really in loves his craft. He loves what he does. Then these these kids just mess it up. Well, we know that his like his one thing in life is grocery stores, and and he loves them to death. And like it, he's he wants to be the Willy Wonka of grocery stores. <laughs> Uh, just thinking back to that one scene. <laughs> what would you like? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, no, he. Uh, I I get it. And uh, he, Kel like breaks in and starts grabbing things, and he says to Chris like a bunch of very broken sentences. He's yeah, up. it's just like it, you know, br- head, fence, timid bride, <laughs> timid bride, <laughs> yo yo, <laughs> solarplex. <laughs> Can't bend bars. No pants. <laughs> it's like uh, summarizing everything that happened in the episode. Yeah. And Chris is like, uh, slow down. He's like, no time to explain. And he starts, yeah, grabs a brown paper bag and grabbing things off the shelf. Meanwhile, we go back to the fence and uh, a little girl and her mom walk by Keenan and basically just like, Keenan's like asking for help and, and, and they're just like, no. Uh, the mother probably thinks he's like homeless or something or on drugs. Yeah. And uh, then a dog comes over, our little kids, like a ball rolls over and the little kids start laughing at him. A dog comes over, licks his face. Uh, and it is just, it's just like he, uh, everybody's laughing at Keenan and nobody is helping him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we smash cut back to Rigby's. No like transition here. We had the pants before Rigby's, but we can just flip flop between these two. And uh, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, as, as Kel's grabbing things, Chris is uh, trying to parse together what, what Kel explained, <laughs> like with just a couple keywords. And he's just like, uh, there's a yo-yo in Keenan's team- timid bride. <laughs> and Kel's just like, no, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, he, he's just trying to piece it together. I think he did it once before we cut to the fence and then he did it after and just trying to figure out what Kel's doing. And Kel's just like grabbing random tools. And um, uh, and Kel needs something slippery to get his head through there. So yep. he gets butter. Butter, of course. And Chris uh, suggests motor oil. And Kel's just like, oh, motor oil. Oh, that's great. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he gets those two. And, uh, and then the third thing that he gets is orange soda. And Chris goes, orange soda's not slippery. Yeah, but I love orange soda. <laughs> and he like no, takes and- a sh- shot from the bottle and gives it, throws it to Chris. Yeah, and it's like bubbling over, and Kel <laughs> runs out the door. Yeah, that's how you know things are serious when Kel does not finish an orange soda two liter, or doesn't even bring it with him. Yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, that's intense. And we also get an awesome moment here, and this might be like a set thing. Like you couldn't do this on the old sets. But you see Kel through, like, the back window. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris is like, good luck with your timid bride. And, uh, <laughs> and, and or something like that. Good yeah. luck getting the yo-yo unstuck from your timid bride. And Kel just, like, looks at the window and, like, like hits it or something like that. He puts, like, puts like, his hand up. And slams it on there. He does, he does the thing. He, like, sucks his lips in. And he's just like, okay, crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, just uh, great physical acting from Kel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I like how we were able to fit in I Love Orange Soda without, like, doing the whole bit. Like, we're season three. We could be efficient with that now. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's just a part of this, this character. Um, uh, the, the best part of the show is, is right here. Uh, we cut to Leanne and Amy. Um, we don't know who's – I don't really know whose name is which. I've kind of forgot. But uh, one oh, of them is wearing a – 
a black yeah, right a black skirt with like black leather boots mm-hmm. and a black shirt that has flames on it <laughs> flames yeah like like coming up from the bottom of the shirt and like a lot it's long sleeve like coming up from the bottom like all the way to like her chest there's just like flames mm-hmm. and uh and yeah, the other one's like wearing a, like a, a floral print dress a floral print yeah sky blue with like some some lilies or orchids or i don't know flowers. i should yeah not sunflowers um anyways they're standing there i just couldn't get over the flame dress like well, <laughs> where did they find that doesn't even look like it fits her. It looks like it's like too short. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, God. Who does that? Like, what are they doing? Why is she wearing flames? Yeah. Oh, the 90s. Uh, so, so they're out there, and it's like, it's almost 7.30. So, so Keenan has been stuck for like two hours. Uh, Just they, hanging out. Yeah. And uh, they, they they have basically two scenes here. One of them, they're breaking down that. Uh, in this first one, they're like, what's, uh, what are their names again? And it, uh, they proposed is it like kenny and carlisle and they're like no i think it's conrad and kip so. something like that hmm. um and uh, adam did you notice the, the movie poster behind them oh man i didn't is it is it like well, grocery cop man is that it the timid bride and supermarket cop three yes <laughs> they made it coming soon coming soon <laughs> Man, that's they, awesome. They made a whole poster. There's like cops with an explosion in the background. Oh wow. It's, and uh and the other one is clearly in like uh I, I don't even know what font that is. Um the fonts are so Microsoft Word. Like <laughs> yeah. classic word art. We pointed that out before. They had when they have some graphics, they look just like clip art. <laughs> yeah, clip art. Yep. It's great. I love it. But yeah, no, it's a it's a good solar plex set. Back in the park, or like like in the fence, I should say. Uh, the kids return, and they have water balloons that they throw at Keenan. Yep, just these little two little boys. Um, mm-hmm. They throw water balloons at him. One of them breaks, and one of them doesn't. But <laughs> we're just gonna pretend the the little that was like the really little boy who threw it. So we're just gonna pretend that it did. Little boy, if you're listening to this, you're probably a couple years older than me right now, <laughs> and uh, maybe not much. And I just want to say, I don't know who you are, but. Send us a, a message or a, a DM or add yeah, us at Keenan's sure. Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to catch up. We'd love to have you on the podcast, e- either of these little boys. Uh, let us know. Or Keenan or Kel or any of anybody. If anybody ever wants to talk to us. Keenan Kel Podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We'll, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. That's also my water balloon experience, personally. Like, pretty much <laughs> one and two actually pops. Well, you don't throw it hard enough because you don't want to hurt somebody, but then you end it ends up not breaking. You have to fill it up to like a like a the perfect amount because too much That's water right. explodes on its own, and not enough it doesn't you know, explode on impact. That's right. That's right. Yeah, uh, Keenan's a little worse for wear when by the time Kel gets back. <laughs> like, oh, where are your shoes? Uh, Hippie took them. <laughs> <laughs> He's just not doing well. He's literally just getting. Like oh, just no pants, no shoes. He yeah. just got water thrown at him. Uh, but luckily, Kel has a brown paper bag full of things to help him, such as a screwdriver. All right, Adam. I have to say, as Kel is pulling things out of this bag, I get big doing things the Hemingway vibes on the stairs as Kel's pulling things out of the backpack. Yeah, no. Uh, it's like, look at what I have. It's just random items, right? A yeah. screwdriver. It's the same bit as when they're on the side of this Sears Tower. It's fun. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, all right, Cal, what did you bring to help us? Cal, right. what did you bring to get me out of the fence? And yeah. screwdriver, ruler, nails, 
Pencil sharpener. Glue. <laughs> I love that he brought nails and glue. Things to get things like more tight together. More stuck. Yeah. And, and Keenan's uh, once again very Keenan being this angry at Kel and unable to do anything about it is is great. Yeah, because he he just like he has to in, insult him. Like that's all he can say. But he doesn't want to insult him too much. So he says, "You are the opposite of helpful." <laughs> yeah. Uh, but luckily he has a plan in the shape of butter and motor oil. Right. Kel being hasty and and Keenan being angry at Kel are like two great ingredients, and this episode does them both to you know to a T. Yes, I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Kel starts to to butter Keenan up on it on his face and like like where you would put shaving cream, basically. Yeah, all, all up like his face and his neck, and he's like tickling his little chin, and I, I think he really does ch- tickle him. Yeah, Keenan's laughing. Yeah, uh, and then he pulls out motor oil, and Keenan says, "Out of engine troubles, man." <laughs> he's like oh, oh, oh don't, no don't put that on which like the butter thing you can kind of get butter off but like if you watch you put motor oil on your face and, and you have to go on a date <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's not coming out he's just it looks terrible it looks like a big mess and then not only is it his face Kel goes behind him and tries pulling him so he gets it like all over his shirt too he gets it everywhere everything is destroyed <laughs> Um, and this is classic Keenan and Kel. It's like having 150 birds in your house at once, or however many it was. Yeah. Uh, do, do you know what uh, what Kel says to Keenan after after this? The butter oh. motor oil plane doesn't work. Man, you got a big head. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. After after he like tortured him with that and ruined his face, his clothes, and all that stuff, he just like insults him. <laughs> He's so frustrated. He's tried so much. I mean, there there really has been like like five solid tactics from Kel. Yeah, which yeah. is about about his maximum effort. Like he doesn't know what else to <laughs> possibly do. Yeah. So he goes. Uh, his final plan is to, uh, or, or rather, it, he is so mad about Keenan's head size that <laughs> uh, he goes over to the other side of the fence and he's like, I, "Look, it's really stupid that you got your head stuck. Your head is so big." Let me show you what's supposed to happen. And you can hear the audience start to object. <laughs> yeah. And Kel's like, look, look, I can just stick my head in this fence. And look, see, I can go right out. And you know what happens. Yeah. Uh, Kel gets his head stuck in the fence. I- and then he starts to cry. <laughs> like, a, like a kid. <laughs> like they were, trying, they were trying to be adults. They were trying to be on time. Trying to go on a date. You know, trying to be responsible. And they both end up with their heads stuck in a fence. And are weeping. Yeah, uh, I I remember this episode when I was a kid watching it, and it's it's so classic. So classic. Back at the uh, the solarplex, it's like seven forty five, and uh, they finally re- they remember what Keenan Kel's names are. It's Kunkel and Kent. Yep. And uh, and they're basically just like, yeah, oh yeah, that's what it was. Oh yeah, I kind of like Kunkel. Like, oh, that's good because I kind of like Kent. Wait, which one's Kunkel? Yeah, yeah. Which one's Kunkel? Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, they're just like doing their makeup, just like classic, <laughs> like like girl thing. Yeah, I, and then we standing there. We cut back to what might be my favorite part of the episode. Akel is hysterical. <laughs> he's laughing. He's laughing so hard that he starts howling. He's like, ah! <laughs> he's like, this is so funny. We had <laughs> we had a date with these two fine girls. The only thing they cared about was us being punctual. He made a little map and everything, and just like recapping the whole episode. And he, 
is laughing so hard in those his laughs. We left three hours early. <laughs> yeah, and his laughter uh, turns into tears. Keenan asks Kel what time it is. Uh, he doesn't have his watch anymore. Why not? Uh, because some old lady hit him in the leg and, and took it or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and Cal explains that it's a 7.55. So they got five minutes to get there. <laughs> and uh, Keenan is like, we're getting to that date. And he, his determination <laughs> kicks in. Yeah, he starts to like try to like lift the gate up or the fence up. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's about it. Yeah. So uh, we uh, it's 8 o'clock. And the uh, was it Leanne and Amy are are there and they're upset because uh, they thought Kunkel and Kent were were different. <laughs> they thought they were going to be the ones, and uh, and just when you think it's about over and they're about to leave, here come Kunkel and Kent with with uh, a, a, the whole fence. They have the whole fence basically, except yeah. the stone. They like removed the metal pieces from the stone, and they're walking in with their heads both stuck in the fence. It's an amazing visual. It's so worth it. It's such a, like, you know, a champagne bottle at the end of this, like, New Year's. They're knocking everything over. They're banging into walls. They, they He's like, oh, okay, okay. They're trying to walk off, act all fast. They're, like, sidestepping um, and crab walking. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keenan, like, goes to pay for the tickets. He reaches for his wallet, and he realizes his wallet was in his pants that Kel had taken off and thrown away. Mm-hmm. And... uh <laughs> And just it's a big mess. So Kel pays and they're shuffling back and forth. They knock over the cardboard cutout. They like can hardly they, then they open the door for the ladies going yeah. to the theater. They have to like carefully open both doors and rush in and knock over like the stand behind it. And yeah, it, it, it's amazing. It just shows how desperate movie theaters are for money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're just yeah, like, like oh, sure, they'll sir. I, I, I love the image in my head too of them like trying to sit in the chairs with the, the fence. <laughs> It must have been a fun scene for them to film, just walking oh, yeah. back and forth. And uh, the, uh, for for what it's worth, I think they're pretty good at moving with that fence on. Yeah, I think so. Uh, they had like practice for that. I feel like they probably did a dance number for the audience or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And uh, it, it's it like uh, if you recall the most winter blues, it, uh-huh. it, it was like uh, that's what the old bar used to be when it comes to like messing up like on a date. Right, they destroyed like the date's like article of clothing. In this one, like even if they got their heads out of the fence, they would still be really messed up. Yeah, <laughs> like like Keaton's just like he's got no pants. He's got butter and motor all over his face and clothes. Yep. And uh, Adam, you know, I can't help but think that the fence is uh, is a symbol. <laughs> oh, something please else. tell me more. So I am thinking that that the fence is kind of symbolizing um, this desire to be great and grown up but just continually getting stuck in the the throes of childhood right like Mm -hmm. the throes of being an adolescent it's so difficult like and you just can't grow up fast enough but at the same time you're kind of stuck there even though you think you should be older um there's not you can't escape like the the goofiness that will cause all these problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Good thing. I think the, the fence might also like symbolize the show itself, Keenan and Kel, because it's the thing on this journey that prevents them from succeeding. (laughs) It's like, that's the threshold. That's where they get stuck in. Ah. (laughs) They get stuck in the show and therefore they can't succeed and make like forward progress in their lives. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you mean the characters, right? Yeah, the, the characters. Like, like it, yeah. it's the 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 fence is the situation comedy. 
Right, right, right. And they're literally like, yeah, get physically. I mean, and then the ultimate, the ultimate is when Kel walks around the fence to get the yo-yo, <laughs> to get the yo-yo, nonetheless. Right? Yeah. It's like, no, he didn't drop like a diamond ring. <laughs> he dropped a yo-yo. Mm-hmm. Right, that's all you need. So for Aaron Cap here on front of the stage, <laughs> um, they come over and talk about the how terrible the date went. Uh, but Kel has a, a great review of the princess. Uh, the uh, Kel has a great review of the timid bride. I did not write the review down. Uh, I didn't either. <laughs> I'll put it in. Surprisingly, I found the timid bride to be a riveting movie-going experience. The shattering, heartfelt portrayal of a shy woman at a crossroads in her illustrious young adult life kept me captivated from beginning <laughs> to end. For the review, Kel. No problem. Funny stuff. And uh, Kel's like, man, they're probably not going to want to go out with us again. And Keenan says, actually, I have an idea. Uh, what does he tell Kel to grab? Dennis Rodman, gravy, I dinosaur egg, and meet him at the graveyard. At the courthouse. I knew graveyard wasn't right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Meet them at the courthouse. <laughs> and uh, and Kel goes, man, where am I going to find gravy? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great under. Not, not line. Dennis Rodman or a dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur egg. egg. <laughs> yeah. How are those three three random things going to help us get a girl? <laughs> so. And uh, Keenan walks off stage, and Kel goes, "Aw, aw, aw!" And the crowd finally picks it up, yeah. and he starts getting a little, "Aw, here it goes." He does some like cool dance moves, and the crowd loves it. So. Yeah, it takes them a second, but then they get it, and they're like, yeah. yeah. It works. It's a good season kickoff. It must be a good episode. Maybe that's how they that's judge right. it. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, that, that, there we go. Season three, episode one, fenced it. Uh, so, Aaron, as I always ask you, uh, whose fault do you think this episode it was? Keenan's or Kel's? 100% it's Kel's fault. <laughs> yep. But, like, uh, it doesn't matter if this was two and a half hours beforehand or a half hour beforehand. It's a nope. it's on kill. It I just, mean, he did try to help, but he also just made everything worse. <laughs> He's the one who pushed Keenan in. Yeah, yeah. Just as <laughs> when he didn't have to, he like he knew that you could walk around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, uh, just as a, uh, just as like Keenan predicted <laughs> in his bedroom. He's like, no, yeah, this is the only thing that can stop us is you, and that is what happens. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. So, uh, uh, all Kel's fault. Have anything here of interest? Uh, I just wrote the uh, not a lot of the Keenan Kel staples, but it, you know, the whole episode itself is a staple. I'd say. I would say so. Yeah. It was a really good opener for season three. Absolutely, uh, it hits it out of the park right off the bat. Uh, so, Aaron, out of ten bottles of orange soda. How many would you give this episode of Keenan and Kel? You know, I'm hesitant to give it like a really high score because well, uh, uh, I don't want to like explain. I say that on IMDb, this episode is ranked number 10 out of 62 made the top. Yeah, 10. it's very high and has an 8.0. Yeah, I would. Uh, I know I'm going to stick with my original rating. I'm going to give it a nine. OK, um, it might, might increase in the future, but I just you know, I don't want to start the season off at a 10. You can only go down. So. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> this episode is a 10 out of 10 bottles of orange soda. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, you, you know my metric. This is, and I, I sing the praise of this episode. This is one that I love showing to people to show them what the show's about. 
and it is a great episode i don't know how it would get better that that's that's what i give a 10 to something that i'm like there's no the only parts i didn't like i, I wasn't crazy about the leanne amy bits that's the only thing that i don't like crack up about right yeah i was laughing a lot mm-hmm. i probably probably should have scored it higher but we're gonna keep it for now yeah uh no, no shame in a nine that's that's you know the second best score so. that's right uh, yeah, I think we're we're in for some really good material. Uh, like ramping up from the end of last season. Remember, we had like the crush Turkey Day, bye bye Keenan's, right? And now fenced in. So it's just a a great run of episodes. Yeah, yeah, really good, really good stuff happening. Um, yeah, but overall, very good episode. Uh, highly recommend watching this one, people. Absolutely, uh, the physical comedy is is worth uh, checking it out. Uh, and do you know what the episode comes next week? Skuggator versus Mothman. Yes, we we're finally gonna get down to the value of those Skuggator comics, Chris always Keenan. Maybe maybe we'll uh you know iron out those that accounting balances, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, finally balance those checkbooks. Have a score to settle. And also, uh the first time that the cast is is changing. We're getting an addition. Oh. Uh, something's changing up the formula for at least one episode. So, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, uh, uh, new seasons bring all kinds of new uh, surprises. All right. So until next time, everybody, we hope you have a great week, and we will see you soon. And as they say in the world of Keenan and Kel, ah, here it goes. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Keenan and Kel with Adam and Aaron. If you want to stay in touch, send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash Podcast. Our social media accounts are all at Podcast. That's Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Thanks, everybody.